What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bible Time. The message series is called The Wise and the Foolish. That's the podcast series, rather. Uh, and I'm Damon Smith uh, bringing the word to you. So glad to have another opportunity to be able to just talk about how awesome the Bible is. I mean, it, it's truly, truly our source as believers. Um, we need it every day every night um that this is uh what we stand on this is this is what we walk in we walk in the word we live in the word you know we pray the word we use the word uh in every situation of our life the word is the answer <laughs> to you know and has the answer to every situation uh that we encounter and so um it's imperative that we read it every day because um the the more you read the word and understand um just how vital it is to our life you you be able to see pretty much every scenario that you would go through on this earth in the word in some form or fashion and so um that's that's why it's it's so great it's such an invaluable resource and it's inexhaustible you you'll never um, run out of revelation one because the word is alive and it's God's word and because God is infinite his word will always have infinite meaning and power uh, in our lives and so let's go ahead and pray and then we're going to go ahead and get into uh, our scripture reading for today and we got a lot to read today um, based on it based on how uh, this this particular part of Proverbs 7 reads. And so let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we love you and we thank you just for another opportunity, Lord, to explore your word, to learn about it, to glean from it, to eat off of it, Lord, to get stronger and, and wiser and draw closer to you. Lord, please allow it to be a benefit to us. And Lord, you have your way and allow us to apply uh, what you've given us so that we can be better uh, believers, um, and enrich not just our family and friends, but our neighborhood and our world. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And the people said, Amen. All right. And so we left off last time at the podcast at uh at verse four of this chapter. Um just talking about the importance of keeping the commandments and and making visible examples. Uh, you know, in your life, putting them up, wearing those things, putting them on, on, uh, on walls in your house, uh, you know, wrapping the word around your finger, putting them on your forehead, you know, making sure that they're, that you, you write the word in your heart, that, that it's, that, that you, you don't just read it, but you allow it to get into your heart. You allow it to be engraved there. So it has a, a, a lasting impact. Um, it's one thing to, to, to read it, but it's another thing to, to make it a part of you and to embody it, um, to, to write it on your heart. Like one writes there or carves into a tablet. Once that engraving is there on, on, uh, how they used to do things in back in, in that time period, you weren't it, that that those engravings weren't going anywhere and when you see um when we look at ancient artifacts and hieroglyphics and things like that those carvings though those engravings uh they're still there to this day they because they're they're engraved into the rock and so if your heart if that if that word is engraved into your heart it's it's not going anywhere it'll always be there so 
But today we're going to talk about why it's important to keep these things uh, in the forefront of your mind and heart. You know, uh, you got to write these on the tablets of your heart. <laughs> and so it, it's important. Um, but because of what we're getting ready to read, and again, we're uh, we're still we're still talking about um, the strange woman. Here, here comes the strange woman again. Here comes adultery again. Here, here, here comes sexual immorality again. Um, and but again, the 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 author is trying to really drive this point home to his son, to his students, um, that you need the word to keep you away from, from disaster and disaster can take on many forms. But the fact that we keep learning about the strange woman means that she is quite the adversary and her means uh, can be really tough to, to resist. So um, that's why we need to keep those commandments in our hearts and, and, and make them visible so we can remember um, how to conduct ourselves. If we don't keep them in the forefront, then as we get ready to read it, what we read before, she will draw us to our own destruction. Um, and so here we go. Uh, we're going to, as always, we start in the King James Version and then I do it amplified and then I do a New Living Translation. Those are the uh, th the three translations that that I usually work with and I do that so that we can really kind of get a, um, so be, with the translations, um, they really help us to understand the word clearly. Um, a, a lot of times with the King James version, because it was, uh, written, uh, in, in the 1600s, it has old English, uh, you know, uh, style of writing. And so there's a lot of these and thus, and, and, and in some cases there are words that we don't use, uh, in modern days. So, um, the, when you, when we have additional translations like the Amplified and like the New Living, um, they really help make it understandable from a modern day perspective in terms of language and how it would, you know, articulate and read. Um, the, it, the King James still has so much power. I love the King James <laughs> version. It, it is, uh, to me, the, uh, the, the standard, um, and it, it still is my favorite version. Um, you know, but again, I love some of the translations and from what I'm learning, what I've learned about translations, um, just, you know, in study and, you know, through years of, of learning about the word, um, translations have different aims. Some, are about you know making sure that it's as as uh as literal to the original text as possible, but some are about really just trying to make sure that we clearly understand the heart of of what was written and get the and get the um the the proper context of things. So uh, each translation has different purposes, has different meanings, uh, but I like these for the purpose of this podcast. <laughs> so we're going to read this, this kind of, this, we're going to read a long, a long part of this. I'm going to call it a uh, proverb story time, uh, but we're going to read from five all the way until 23, because it's, is really telling a, a a a story, an example of of what of the disaster that awaits someone who actually decides to get 
to get ensnared by the immoral woman. And so we, we're just getting a picture, an example, a run through of of what happens and, and, and the destruction that befalls uh, this 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 terrible dude, this this poor unsuspecting brother. <laughs> and so uh, here we go. Starting at verse five, it says that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger with flattereth with her words. For at the window of my house, I looked through my casement and beheld among the simple ones. I discerned amongst the youths a young man void of understanding passing through the street near her corner. And he went the way to her house in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark of night. And behold, there met there met him a woman with an attire of an harlot and subtle of heart. She is loud and stubborn. Her feet abide not in her house. Now is she without now in the street and lieth in a wait at every corner. So she caught him, kissed him, and with an impudent face said to him, said unto him, I have peace offerings with me. This day have I paid my vows. Therefore came I forth to meet thee diligently to seek thy face. And I have found thee. I have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry, with carved works, with fine linen of Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with loves. For the good man is not, home, is not at home. He has gone a long journey. He had taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed. With her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. He goeth after her straightway as an ox go to the, goeth to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks, till a dart strike through his liver, as a bird hasteth to the snare, and knoweth, and knoweth not that it is for his life. So that's the... That that's the power of the King James text. I love how that reads. And so let's go to the Amplified version. It says that they may keep you from the loose woman, from the adventurous. Mm, interesting, <laughs> from the adventurous who flatters with and makes smooth her words. For at the window of my house, I looked out through my lattice, and among the simple, empty-headed and empty-hearted ones. I perceived among the use of man void of good sense. Sauntering through the street near the loose woman's corner, and he went the way to her house. In the twilight, in the evening, night black and dense was falling over the young man's life. And behold, there met him a woman dressed as a harlot and sly and cunning of heart. She is turbulent and willful and willful. Her feet stay not in her house. Now in the streets, now in the marketplaces, she sets her ambush at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him. And with an impudent face, she said to him, sacrifices of peace offerings are due from me. This day I paid my vows. So I came forth to meet you that you might share with me the feast from my offering. Diligently I sought your face and I have found you. 
I have spread my couch with rugs and cushions of tapestry, with striped sheets of fine linen of Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until morning. Let us console and delight ourselves with love, for the man is not at home. He is gone on a long journey. He has taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed at the full moon. With much justifying and enticing argument, she persuades him with the allurements of her lips. She leads him to overcome his conscience and his fears. Check that out. With much justifying and enticing arguments, she persuades him with the allurements of her lips. She leads him to overcome his conscience and his fears and forces him along suddenly he yields and follows her reluctantly like an ox moving to the slaughter like one in fetters going to the correction to be given to a fool or like a dog enticed by food to the muzzle till a dart of passion pierces and inflames his vitals like then then like a bird fluttering straight into the net he hastens not knowing what it will cost that it will cost him his life doesn't know that it will cost him his life but it will cost him his life and so let's go new living translation and so that one says let them protect you from an affair with an immoral woman from listening to the flattery of a promiscuous woman. While I was at the window of my house, looking through the curtain, I saw some naive young men, and one in particular who lacked common sense. He was crossing the street near the house of an immoral woman, strolling down the path by her house. It was twilight in the evening as deep darkness fell. The woman approached him seductively dressed and sly of heart. She was the brash, rebellious type, never content to stay at home. She is often in the streets and markets, soliciting at every corner. She threw her arms around him and kissed him, and with a brazen look, she said, I have just made my peace offerings and fulfilled my vows. You're the one who I was looking for. I came out to find you, and here you are. My bed is spread with beautiful blankets with colored sheets of Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us drink our fill of love until morning. Let's enjoy each other's caresses. For my husband is not home. He's away on a long trip. He has taken a wallet full of money with him and won't return until later this month. So she seduced him with her pretty speech and enticed him with her flattery. He followed her at once like an ox going to the slaughter. He was like a stag caught in the trap, awaiting the arrow that would pierce its heart. He was like a bird flying into a snare, not knowing it would cost him his life. And so that is the scripture reading. And when we come back, we're going to dive into this because it's a lot to, 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 uh, to chew on. So get ready. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. Damon here. And I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life 
and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. So here we go with the scripture in five, it starts out saying, Hey, you, you want to do all the thing, all everything I just said, that's going to keep you from the strange woman. If you keep the commandments, if you keep the word in your heart, if you keep it in the forefront of your vision, um, then it's going to keep you from <laughs> the strange woman, uh, the loose woman, uh, the immoral woman, the promiscuous woman and her flattery. Um, I like what the what the uh, Amplified version calls her is is she's a strange woman she's a stranger but the Amplified calls her the adventurous. That is really a a powerful word because when we think of adventurer, we always think of somebody like Indiana Jones <laughs> or or somebody with the sword. Oh, we're going on an adventure, you know. We're we're going on a on a journey to you know to 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 find this ancient artifact or evil or something like that. But and 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 take out and usually it's a it's, it's a, a hero a heroic adventurer uh, or adventurous you know on a noble journey um, but in this case this woman is not on a noble journey she she's she she's on an adventure to 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 find prey um that that she can ensnare into a, a precarious situation um she she's the um she's more of a of a uh, seduct uh, of uh, of a seductive uh, woman, you know, who, who's out to you know destroy the man is, um, or like a, a female vampire in a sense. <laughs> so, um, but it's interesting that it says an adventurous, and usually those who are promiscuous, they they do like to have various adventure adventures or you know with different um you know people so it it's a you know they're 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 brash and they like to 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 be bold and step out and and, and have all kinds of different adventures but in this case they call her that and she uses flattery uh she she it, it's her words that are key in what she does but again, those things, what we read in, in verses one through four, that's protection. It, it, it's important that you have the word in the forefront because it's going to protect you. The word is uh, is a dual um, is a is a is a dual tool. It, it can attack 
and it can defend at the same time, just like a sword. When 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 you engage in sword play, um, if you ever if you ever watch a you know a, a sword battle, um, and in particular um, fencing, it's not just about attacking to to uh, to to reach and, and, and strike your opponent, but it's also about deflecting attacks and parrying. And so that, that's what the, the sword also does. It helps to deflect attacks, but also to deliver attacks. So with the, with the word, it, it protects you from enemy attacks, but it allows you to also deal damage to the enemy so that they, so that the enemy will flee. And in this case, if there's no wisdom in, in, in the, uh, in the man, particularly the young man, then he has no, he has no defense or attack, uh, to be able to withstand the wiles of the, uh, the adventurous of the promiscuous woman. <laughs> and so I, and the, and we go into this story that that uh that the author tells and he said hey i saw this through the window of my house and i mean back then of of course um but again back then this was a time where i mean the window was the tv but you just you could see events fold on in real life and and it is an example of him to see the the dangers of foolishness firsthand and he remembered this story and so he tells it he said hey so out the window of my house i looked and you know i saw i saw youth and, and i like how he said like is the way he described them like that he 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 looked at them as naive he called them simple so it's these are youth that don't have um good sense in a sense, they're not using wisdom, but he said he saw a particular one. And so he keyed in on one and said, okay, now out of all the, the youth there, all of them don't really have a whole lot of sense, but he has the worst sense. And so <laughs> one in particular, he ruled him out. Um, I like um, the, how the King James says it uh, the best um, because, uh, and amplified, because they use the word void. And is and when you talk about void of understanding, then that means there is a total absence of understanding. Like there is no understanding. There's no trying to understand. It just he doesn't have any. His 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 jar is empty. And usually, as we as we learn as as you know we read these you know this this passage, that's the one that the woman keyed in on because maybe the other ones at least had a little bit of understanding, a little tiny morsel of common sense, but this person had none. And one with, it, it teaches us that if you don't have any common sense, then you're, you're totally exposed to various kinds of attacks. Uh, ones that you, that you, especially the ones that you don't see coming that you, you will never be sensed that there is a plot against you to bring you down. Um, especially when it, it when it comes from a, a, uh, this type of, of adventurous, <laughs> you, you'll never see it as, as a dangerous situation. If you, if you are void of understanding and that's why she keys in on this person it's just like in, in uh when we play basketball you know and, and 
you you play somebody who you play against somebody you got somebody checking you that just has has no defensive skills and, and can't guard you at all if you if you've got a good shot after they make after they make the shots after the game is over they say oh that was easy money in this same situation this woman looked at him like oh this easy money we about to it, 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 we about to run this so that's the danger that this person is in that he doesn't even know and she she scouted him out <laughs> he didn't scout her out. she scouted him out. i like they said passing through the streets so he's just walking by he's just walking by and it's getting late um you know as the scripture talks in in verse nine you know, it, he passed by her house, but it's like it's in the evening. Uh, it's in the twilight. Um, the, it's getting darker. And it also it's not just talking about the atmosphere of what's going on from transition from day to night um, and, well, and more from evening into like deep night. Like I said, you know, where it's really getting darker and darker, but it's also depicting a man's descent into into evil through sin and so because of how this reads it just shows that the closer that he gets to the sin the dark you know the sinful woman the darker it gets to where now it's it's not just it's not just evening but it's the the night is black and it's dark and oftentimes that's where sin has its strongest impact is in the deep darkness because sin is evil and evil is darkness. And so um, the, the, the level of the, depending on the level of sin that, that increases the level of the darkness there. And that is oftentimes where man does his sin because sin doesn't want to be exposed. Sin is done in the dark is done in hiding. Um, and, but there's going to come a time where, everything every sin will be uncovered every there will be no hiding place um and even even if you do something or even if we do something in the dark now it's not that god doesn't know you may you may fool man man may not be able to see your deed may not be able to see your deeds um you you may feel like oh i got away with it nobody caught me but god saw he knows he's keeping record and we're going to have to answer for that. And so <laughs> that that's all of us. There is no human being on this earth that hasn't done something and thought, oh, I got away with it. Oh, you you didn't get away with it. And he's going to let you know. And we all, sometimes we often uh, look at it as uh, when we when something does happen, that's all oh, he getting me back for what? <laughs> <laughs> for 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 that thing I thought I got away with. And so I, I feel like it's. It, while there may be some merit to that, I feel like that's that's reserved for um, when our life is over, and you know we have to we have to have a discussion with him face to face, and um, and answer for that. Um, but again, um, it's kind of like if if you uh, if, if if the shoe fits, <laughs> then uh, even if, even if it's not, you know, if it reminds you of uh, uh, your punishment, your comeuppance is remind you of something that you did. Oh, he gave me back for this. Uh, then sometimes uh, the best way to do is look at it as a deterrent to avoid even more, um, you know, bad conduct in the future. But in this case, the closer that he 
that he gets to being ensnared, the darker things get. And that that's how it goes when we when we get closer to sin, that it the the darker things get. Um and 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 the environment changes for the worse. So and then here she meets him as it gets dark and black and dense darkness. Now here she comes and it says, you know, there met a woman with the attire of a harlot and subtle of heart. So she had the outfit. She had the outer wear that was enticing, but it was of of that who is a harlot or, or a promiscuous woman or one who who, uh, you know, is not uh, doesn't have any any inhibitions. <laughs> and so she's wearing it on the outside, but she's also has the heart. She she also has a has a a, a cunning or a seductive a a sly heart, um, and so that's she she's wily in that sense as well. So it's not just what she wears, it's it's how she lives her life. It, it's her lifestyle, um, and so that's 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 how she comes to him, and she comes in with full weapon with full weaponry uh you know we're, we're learning full full armor it's like she's she's got everything on <laughs> we're learning about uh about the armor of god in ephesians 6 at my church and the the there there is a the the enemy has um has his his equipment and his armor as well and, and in this word she is definitely wearing all of the the gear uh, to try and and lure this man to his destruction so it's like w- w- the great thing is we have holy we have holy armor um that we wear but uh the enemy has has evil uh, attire that that uh you know that those that are that follow him wear to try and and divert uh other men and women uh from the righteous course and so uh that that's why it's while the enemy he is defeated he is not without without some kind of of power without some kind of of tactics that's why uh, when the when you when we read about um the armor of god and 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 being able to stand in Ephesians 6 um the reason why we need this is in 11 the the second part of that is that ye may be able to stand yes verse 611 um that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil what are the wiles the tactics the strategies uh you know of the of the of the devil of the enemy so he 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 that that's why we have to wear this stuff because yes he's defeated but he has things that we have to be mindful of and be in and be watchful for and pay attention to. Um, if you're paying attention, if you're watchful and you have your defenses up and, and you can anticipate and you're you're filled with the spirit, then you can deflect those things. You can avoid those attacks. Uh, you can you can redirect them and 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 beat the enemy back with the word. But if you're not even cognizant of what's going on then you're easy prey because he's coming with some attacks as well. And so now she, she, she approaches him and 
I like how it says she's she's turbulent, she's loud and stubborn. Uh, her feet abide not in her house. Uh, Amplify says she's turbulent and willful. Um, the New Living Translation says she's brash, rebellious type. So part of her her um, her method of enticement is to overpower him, and so she's she's. She's using all of the the tools in her arsenal to overpower this man. So she come with the with the enticing look. She's got a a, a certain approach and uh, to to herself, and she's loud and and she's rebellious and and she doesn't have any tact. Um, and so why why is rebellious something that is included in this? Because there a lot of times when when uh when people fall into these types of sins and you know and get with this type of person, rebelliousness can be attractive. It's just like uh when you look at the other way around, like a a a a, a girl falling for the for the rebel, for the you know the 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 uh, the thug, the you know the uh, or like like kind of like in the in the fifties, the guy on the motorcycle with the leather with the black leather jacket, just you know he's he everybody's like oh you're you're running you know you're running with the with the rebel with the you know with the guy with the wrong crowd. He's got the he's got the jacket. He's got the slick back hair. He's got a little gang, um, but he's he's because he goes against the system, against the grain. It's attractive to the woman because it's different from uh, the uniformness of how everything else is. And when you see that in both ways, it's it's rebelliousness can be attractive uh, to those who um, are susceptible to, you know, just wanting wanting uh, a little bit of, of exhilaration or or things that, uh, you know, or, or questioning, oh, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? Um, usually, those are who are rebellious. Um, they, they, they cause some unsuspecting people to to let their guard down in a way through exposure uh, to things that they felt like they wanted to say but they couldn't say. Um, but that and that that freedom oftentimes is is. Um, is mistaken for oh this person's awesome but um they don't know what danger befalls them because this this person uh that yes they may be free they may be brash they may be rebellious but they're going down the wrong path and in her case she's going down the wrong path and well he's going down the wrong path um and he's falling right into her hands so we're going to talk more about this we'll be right back Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site pick it up read it to your little ones teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way
continuing with with this uh this this great analogy this great story time session <laughs> that the author is giving us he he at the uh the second part of 11 in in verse 12 of chapter 7 in, in proverbs he's describing the woman as just as someone who one of the one of her her characteristics um is that she's never at home she she's not content to be at home her feet do not uh, abide not in her house she she does not find rest in her home uh she's not content and oftentimes when you're not content um in your home uh when you can't find peace there that's oftentimes where you start finding ways to supplement what you what you're not getting and so um this is also in uh indicative of the fact that yes yeah, she 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 has she's betrothed she's married she's uh, you know she's she's bound to someone but the relationship isn't 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 probably um what she would like it to be and because of that um it because of of her uh probably disinterest uh with her with her husband um that it's causing her to just not be content uh, where she's and sometimes it's not so much disinterest but it's a your her appetite may be bigger than you know what than than uh what should be appropriate um there is a such thing as an inordinate uh desire and that's one of the things that we have to avoid as it relates um to um you know to our just our our nature um because part of sin is is that sin is never satisfied um you can have a good thing and it seems <laughs> and, and, and as we'll read further she she her husband treats her well um but it's not enough for her um she she's either disinterested in it or it's just it's not enough and whenever when, whenever there aren't any boundaries or limits or you know to to appetites uh when we allow our appetites to run amok um then it's like it'll never will will never set it'll all it'll never be enough we'll always want to go after something more if we allow our flesh to take control that's just like some people um when it comes to greediness that's that's why greediness is a is a sin it's because it's it it it's so it's about not being satisfied with with what you're given and not allowing yourself uh to to be satiated not controlling uh your urges is not enough for you to have, you know, for you to have a good serving. Now you want to take somebody else's share um, because it's greedy. It, the, the the world is not enough. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you're a millionaire, but you, but you, you're not content to be a millionaire. You got to give, you got to get more money, you know, at the expense of, of uh, your family, of, of, uh, you know, of someone else, uh, you know, their time or just a whole lot of things it's like you you do it at the expense of something wholesome um and that's the danger of having an inordinate appetite because it's like when when will enough be enough and 
it, it's something that we really kind of have to make sure that we avoid because all of us can can be uh, susceptible to to that in various ways. I mean, we we like to think of greediness as it relates to food, but it's it inordinate desire takes on all forms. And so for this woman is, is she, her desire, her appetite is, is for intimacy. And so she's not content with what she has. So she's, she's got to seek out someone else. She's, she's got to adventure. Um, She, she's, she's a thrill seeker and she's not satisfied. And so she's going to continue to go after that. Now, and she's, and not only is she, uh, not content with being at home and so she but she's everywhere she's uh, just out totally out in the streets <laughs> uh, and, and she she's looking she's trying to find her prey uh, she she's hunting she's a hunter um, and it's very dangerous and, and but in this case she's caught him and that's what it talks about in 13 so she caught him and kissed him and with an impudent face. And so it's a, she was hunting and she found her prey. She had keyed on she had keyed in on him ever since he walked past her house. And from that moment he didn't know he was being a, he was he was a target, but she was hunting him. And so then she caught him. And how did she catch him? She catched him by embracing him. By as as New Living Translation she says she he it says she threw her arms around him and kissed him. And gave him a brazen look. And she so she gave him the triple whammy. <laughs> she, she gave him a hug. She gave him a kiss. And she gave him a look. And while the the uh the physical contact is is powerful and, and can lower the, the defenses of a man, um to me there's there's nothing more uh nullifying of defenses than the the look of a woman and so it, it a look can di- can disable all alarm systems all all red flags um and and cause somebody to be trapped and so she she gave him a brazen look uh, the other word says it's an impudent face uh, the other two the other two translations um but it's it's the look that she gave him and so that that paused him in his tracks and she goes into the speech about what she's done and 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 how she's got her offerings to de- together and, and because she's fulfilled her vows now she feels free uh to to choose him to do what she wants to do something immoral she lays it all out for him i mean she it, it when we look at it from from 14 all the way down to to uh to 18 is she just lays out the complete plan and we've done all this we do, i have i've I fulfilled my vows i got everything taken care of this is how i set the bed up um this is what i perfumed it with uh you know i got blankets i got all this stuff and because i got everything set let's go ahead and enjoy each other and so she she lays out the plan so he, and and then here's the kicker in verse uh night verses 19 and 20 she she this is the closing argument <laughs> that kind of seals the deal she says uh, i'm gonna read from uh 
from the I like the King James version. It says, "For the good man is not at home; he is gone on a long journey." The good man, the the uh, the the man, the husband, my husband is not home. He's away. He's gone on a long journey, um, and he's, he he won't return for a long time. So, uh, New Living Translation says until later this month. King James uh, talks about it uh, being more of a, a thing where it says we'll come home at the day appointed. So she's basically saying it, it, we've got a, all we have. We've we got time and opportunity, <laughs> a lot of time, a lot of opportunity. So you're you're good, basically, like you, you're we, we got the night to ourselves. We got the home to ourselves. Uh, nothing's going to happen. And the guy believes this because again, that's a, that's a strong closing argument. So she, she hit him with the full onslaught, uh, attacking him from every angle. And of course, because he has no, uh, understanding, no, no sense. He falls for a hook line and sinker. Um, and so, and, and it's confirmed in verse 21 where it says, uh, with her much fair speech, she caused him to yield or or to bend uh, to to her will uh, with the flattering of her lips. She forced him. Um, I like how Amplified Version says this the best. Um, it says with much with much justifying and enticing argument, she persuades him with the allurements of her lips. She leads him to overcome his conscience and his fears and forces him along. And and that's exactly what happened um, with this onslaught uh, that she gave him from a sensory from a sensory perspective, as well as an audio and visual uh, perspective, she 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 hits him with the full barrels, and and she did all this to one like like the scripture says to overcome his conscience, if he even had one, because again he's void of understanding, and his fears, which is probably even um even if you are without understanding, um that that is something where you at least would factor in is the, the fear factor in, in, in this particular situation. Oh man, this is not like, uh, he probably doesn't know the deal as it relates to her, um, and, and who she's engaged, you know, who, who she's atta attached or betrothed to. So, but, with everything that she said, it allowed him to overcome that. And with her saying, Hey, my husband's gone. I got all this set up. Then all of that eased his mind and erased any fears that he would have had. And so he's like, okay. And again, you know, the scripture says, and he went with her, but the, when we look at those, those last two passages, he went with her, not knowing that he was in danger not knowing that he was in danger he was he he was led away um like like the uh the scripture says as an as an ox goes to the slaughter he he was caught in a trap i like how new link the living translation says that he was like a stag caught in a trap and and he didn't know because she made it seem like everything was good there's no there's no threat um we we got everything together no husband we we the bed's made we all set 
he don't know that he was in trouble. And the the powerful, the most powerful part of this is when it talks about the dart. Because he's being led astray, he 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 he's not gonna notice when the when the dart, when the arrow, um, when the quiver, uh, when the missile <laughs> uh, uh, strikes his heart. And I like how the uh, the the amplifier version says it here. It inflames his vitals. Um, it it he he's destroyed from the inside, and he didn't know. He doesn't know that it will cost him his life. Um, he he's a bird trapped in a snare, and that's the danger that the immoral, adventurous uh, woman poses to to a man especially a young man um and this is also a picture of uh why we it, it's so important to give instruction to our youth uh to, to our young men and to our young women because the enemy wants to to impede their progress and and stop them before they grow into the man that God or woman that God would have them to be. If he can, if he can attack and kill the seed early, then that's one less, um, then that's one less person that, um, that he has to worry about, um, opposing his evil deeds. There's one less person, uh, that he, that, uh, you know, that, uh, he will prevent from knowing the Lord. He wants to attack our youth. He wants to take out our youth. He wants to prevent them from getting to the Lord, from knowing the Lord. Um, and he does it by attacking their lack of understanding and their naivety in in situations, especially like this. And so the the enemy he's after, especially he's after the man, he's after the young man, because if he can take out the young man, you, the, the, then the man will never then he'll never be able to become uh, the, the the pillar of a home, um, the to to strengthen and teach his children and, and cover his life and, and, and lead the children in the ways of the Lord. So if he can stop that, then he will pull out all the stops to be able to do that. So that's why uh, this is such a poignant uh, passage to read. And that's our podcast for the day. Again, we, we have to make sure that we're wise, that we're vigilant uh, so that we don't fall for the track. For, so we don't fall for the trap. So we don't fall for the tricks. Um, and that's why it's so important to read Ephesians 6. Um, because again, if, you, if, if this if the person that the author was talking about um, in this passage, if they had the shield of faith equipped, um, then they would have been able to deflect the fiery darts uh, of the enemy. Um, but because of a devoid of because of that person being devoid of understanding, they had no defense for the the onslaught of the uh, the immoral woman. And. Again, if we if we want to avoid uh, danger in this aspect, we have to make sure that we that we stay prayed up, that we stay uh, that we keep the word uh, by us and in front of us and and, and um, in our hearts and minds um, and have self-control, <laughs> have self-control, be content 
uh, with what the Lord has given us um, and and not not allow ourselves to um, to be led astray by smooth words um, and 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 the lies that the enemy would try to plant. And so thank you for listening. If if anyone here is not saved, um, then Jesus is here. He's ready for you. Uh, he, he his arms are open. And, you know, if you want him, uh, all you have to do is is uh, confess your with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he died, that that he, you know, he rose on the on the third day um, that that uh, he died for your sins and that he his blood covered and washed away uh, your sins so that you are no longer uh, under the bondage of sin, um, but that you are are free uh, to worship him. Um, that that your your sins are washed away that they are forgiven um that that um that that there are no you don't there's no more bondage to sin and so if you believe that that christ um defeated sin and took away sin and washed away with his blood that the debt that the that uh that we owe god because of sin was paid on the cross you believe that you confess that that he rose on the third day with all power and glory um that that and because he got up we we are when we uh, accept him and we are his then we have eternal life based on our faith you believe that you are saved there's no quest that you have to go on uh you don't have to pay a certain amount of money you don't have to do a certain amount of good deeds um you you just have to believe and confess uh from your heart sincerely and genuinely and genuinely and and repent of your sins and, and want him uh to be to to be on the throne of your heart and be led and, and guided by him you believe that you want you want him then he's right there for you and he can forgive you right where you are. He can come into your life right where you are and you will pass over from death to life in that instance. He loves you. He's waiting for you to come to him. Do it today. Don't wait until it's too late. All right. Take care until we meet again. God bless and uh, peace out. The New Living Translation is published by Tyndale House Publishers and the Amplified Bible Classic Version is a project of the Lockman Foundation.